guys, welcome back to Roundtable Rundown. I'm Gideon here with Will, and today we have a very special guest welcoming Rachel Brown from Harvard Westlake's very own field hockey team. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, I'm excited to be here. So, um, Rachel's a center mid for the uh, varsity field hockey team, which just won the championship, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And um, so, what we wanted to talk about today is, as you guys, our listeners, know, um, you know, we've talked a lot about what it's like to be a student athlete with Anna Cockrell and, um, you know, Pedro Mora talked a little bit about that. But today we're going to ask a high school athlete, Rachel Brown, who um, is a very serious uh, athlete and is in the recruiting process. And so she is going to talk about what the recruiting process looks like, especially in field hockey. So, Rachel, would you mind just talking about, you know, how early that process starts or um, because, you know, I, I'm a lacrosse player myself. And so I know um, what the recruiting process in lacrosse is like. Will can probably speak yeah. about it for volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us what it's like for a field hockey player. So field hockey, I think, is actually a little different than most sports because I think for most sports you go with your team to like a tournament and there it's coaches who see sure. you. But at field hockey, you go individually to camps. Wow. which is a little bit scarier because you need to be able to be like, I know how good I am and I know where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to decide that from a pretty young age. Right. To be like, I know I'm going to go to this camp, this camp, this camp. Because mm-hmm. you only have like the summer and maybe one week in spring break. So from that time alone, you need to be very concise and know exactly what you're going to do. <laughs> wow. And so from very early age, you're already thinking about colleges and all that. So how early did this process start for you? So I started in ninth grade is when uh, I really started getting around. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty early, actually. Mm-hmm. But most people, by like sophomore year, you should be out there doing everything. So are you actually going to the different schools for the tournaments? Or are there tournaments all over the country? Or how does that part work? So usually there's like one big tournament. Mm-hmm. In Pen- it's always in Pennsylvania. Everything <laughs> in Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. Right. It's very annoying. Um, so there's usually one big tournament, and you can get, like, looks from college coaches there, mm-hmm. and that's a good time for your first time. But then from there, you have to go to their individual schools. The prospect days. Yeah, right. the prospect right. days. And then that's how you actually get, like, picked. Mm-hmm. So so during, like, high school season, do you have any scouts at, at all, or just is it kind of just, like, you doing your team and, like, you just go from there, you know? No, we have no scouts, at least, that are field hockey because well, first of all we're in california and no one plays field hockey in california we all have the same yeah. issue. <laughs> so if you really want to be seen like i'm sure in pennsylvania there's coaches galore mm-hmm. but yet yeah, and not in california at least so um you know with lacrosse and i don't will can speak on volleyball but the way that i had to go through the recruiting process before i decided to stop pursuing that path was you spend weekends on weekends traveling to the East Coast to go to these tournaments where there will be coaches lined up on the sidelines. They may have an all-star game that they select you to where it's only coaches there. And you can have college coaches actually coaching you um, and your team. And to get selected to those, you have to send them highlight reels and your transcripts and um, your test scores. Did you have to, early on in this process, like, for example, take an SAT or an ACT super early on to get test scores available for those coaches? Actually, not really. They generally want you to send the, your grades along with. Mm-hmm. So, like when you're going to a tournament, I'm sure right. it's the same. You send like your grades, what your highlights are, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they'll come out and see your team right. and when those big tournaments I was talking about. But actually, they were pretty much more like lenient with like exact ACT and stuff like that. Like I remember actually when I was like in the recruiting process and I was talking to the coach and she's like, yeah, it'd be great if we see some test scores. And it was the day before I was going to take my PSAT. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so, you know, like, we'd love to see your PSAT. And I was playing going to the PSAT and just like 
having fun. Right. So it, was my, it was my sophomore year. I didn't yeah. really care. And I was like, oh, I'm, I've got to go buy a PSAT study book <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, when I was playing lacrosse, um, I always had to play a year up for the recruiting edge. Like, I would be a, a sophomore playing with seniors or a freshman playing with juniors or always had to keep that um, you know, little discrepancy, but I always had to have test scores. So I had to take my first like ACT freshman year, I think wow. for, because coaches, if I was playing with seniors, for example, they had, I mean, I'll, hopefully they'd be recruited by them, but you know, they had scores to show. And so, um, you know, in the lacrosse process, at least all the coaches, for example, at an IV tournament or a NESCAC tournament, um, would want to see test scores right away. So, mm. Um, it's interesting to see how that's a little different, wow. you know. That is um, interesting. And terrifying. even so, <laughs> if you watch like lacrosse highlight reels for high school athletes, the first thing that shows up is it'll say like Gideon Hyman GPA. No way. And then your test scores, and it'll show. That's the first thing coaches will see on a highlight reel. So that's a little wow. scary, but that's nice to know that in field hockey you don't have that same pressure, and it's really it seems like more about the actual athletic ability and how you play. Yeah, which is I, nice. I took my ACT beginning of this year right. which i think is right. pretty like usual right, right. Mm -hmm. and you've um, been in this process for um longer than that already which is nice so can you um, can you uh talk a little bit about like like your kind of the balance of being a student athlete and um i know i know it's, it, it like it, it it varies in difficulty Obvi obviously we all know that it's it's tough to play both a sport and be an athlete but how with this whole college recruitment process in mind how have you dealt with managing schoolwork yeah, because it's kind of weird, especially because most of the, like, field hockey schools are all on the East Coast. Right. So it's so weird trying to find mm -hmm. time to call them because you'll literally be like, I'll call you during lunch. And then you got to <laughs> find some empty classroom and right. it's super awkward the entire time because you're, like, knocking doors being like, so are you using this? <laughs> I would like to use this. Right. So actually, I think it's now that like I'm further along the process, it's gotten a lot easier. I remember having to stay up, like, late nights writing those Emails. I don't, yeah, I was yeah. going to call them dumb emails. <laughs> I'm sure they're valuable to some people. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, now that it's – well, I know how to kind of navigate it all. It's a lot easier. Um, because the going for college is like an extra – almost like class you're taking. Right. It's just so much time, and it's weirdly yeah. a lot of stress. Even though you know it's in the future, it just all feels right now. Mm -hmm. And everyone around you is at different steps, and it, it all kind of avalanches mm -hmm. on. <laughs> So, you know, you brought up a really great point. For those of you who are pursuing the recruiting process or curious about it, there's a step in this process everybody gets to where coaches start calling and uh, or you are allowed to start reaching out to coaches. And I don't know how it works in field hockey, but in lacrosse, I wasn't allowed to reach out to them until I think it was September 1st, maybe, yeah, I think of so my junior else. year. And um, so there's a very fine line. So, for example, in lacrosse, you can reach out to them and say, here are my test scores, transcripts, blah, blah, blah. And they'll, the most they can say is, oh, you can come to our summer camp. Mm -hmm. They can't say we're interested. Right, they right. can't say anything like that. Mm -hmm. But once you get past that deadline, I'm making up September 1st or something like that, they can say, oh, come to our prospect camp. Oh, we're very interested. Um, but Rachel's bringing up a very good point, which is that there comes a point in this process where you have to call the coaches or email them. And it's pretty scary, you know? So... 
Rachel, what advice would you give to a prospective recruited athlete uh, across any sport about how to maybe deal with that first phone call or first text message or email? So I remember my first phone call I ever did. I literally like practiced the speech. I was being like, I want to pick up the phone. I'm going to be like, hi, my name is Rachel Brown. I play field hockey for Harvard Westlake. And then like, so I, I, because it's, the weird thing is Mm -hmm. you have to call their office and like, Hopefully they'll be there because they can't call you. Right. That was so annoying because it's like the weird time change and all that. Um, so th- and sometimes like your coach would email them and be like, be in the office at this time so yeah. then you can call. So I literally practiced this speech for like the entire day before, like in front of the mirror and everything. And so then I picked up the phone and I was like, I'm already practicing again. And then the coach called and she's like, hey, Rachel Brown. And I was like, my entire speech <laughs> is gone. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. Right. So I would really just like not worry about it mm-hmm. it's pretty simple once you start talking to them because mm-hmm. they are like regular human beings so just really calm down know that like it's going to be a fine conversation mm-hmm. you can almost not mess it up i would say unless you said something horribly wrong <laughs> but <laughs> you'll know so you'll you'll do fine would you say though you know during that call it's almost like a sales pitch like did you feel like you were having like sell yourself like hi i'm rachel brown these are my scores this is you know i had this many goals last year and or at that point had they already known that much about you already what was nice is i already sent them like a lot of emails and i already kind of talked to them the entire right. way so from then i could kind of just start to be more of myself mm. but i would often notice i'd be like oh yeah i just came from this honors class yeah. <laughs> to try to make myself <laughs> seem a little bit like it, it was it's also not it's never going to be a natural conversation mm. all the way because mm-hmm. you are still talking to like someone you're slightly right, afraid right. of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i would just be like if you can drop fun facts mm-hmm. about you that's great but don't feel like you need to force it on them right they right. pretty much already know right yeah. So I have I have one last question that kind of ties it all together. So do you think like looking back at this at this whole recruitment process, do you have um do you wish you did anything differently? Like is there anything that sticks out of you that like, oh man, like I should have done that or or not really? I remember in like even beginning in eighth grade, I'd like sit up at night being like, I don't know what I'm gonna do now. This is gonna be so scary, mm-hmm. all of this. And um actually I remember talking to a college coach and she was saying something and she's like, From you can rest now. And I thought that was a really nice thing to say to me because I was like, wow, I can actually like sit down, take a breath. And because I, I remember when I first started going to all these camps and all that, mm-hmm. I was just like, I just need something. Right. Like, I don't care about the school. I just need something. Right. And I was very lucky because like the schools I did go to, I actually liked, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was great. But uh, I think it would be really nice if I would give advice to my younger self is to be like, you are thinking about these schools for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So sit down for a second and be like, do I really like them? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to be that desperate. You can find whatever school. Right. So, you know, when you would go to a campus, like, touring a school for a visit or, um, you know, just going for a prospect day, what would you look for at the school? Would you, you know, um, go on a tour or how does that whole process work? So, usually at the camps work, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's the same, um, is you stay there overnight okay. for, like, yeah, two days, something mm-hmm. like that. And usually what they'll have is they'll have, like, field hockey, field hockey. And, like, the third day, they'll be like, we're taking a break. We're doing a mile-long walk on the school. And you're like, this is <laughs> not a f- great break. <laughs> I'd much rather sit in my room for a little bit, but that's okay. Um, then from there, I'd be pretty happy. And, like, I actually, one of the number one things mm. I looked for when I went to camps is if the 
like college players came back and helped. Mm. Interesting. Because I really, really like that. Mm. I'd be like, that was always a check mark in my book. Because wow. right. it's just like, you're willing to give back to the school. Mm -hmm. And that kind of shows that you feel like the school did some good wow, to you. That's, right, that's or really at least a coach yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's cool. Like, I don't know, at least for me, I really enjoyed being able to learn from the coaches and see what their coaching style was like because – it's one thing to like a school, but then if you don't like the coach that coaches at your school, yeah. that's a little bit of an issue, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think my other big question would be, how are you balancing your extracurriculars, you know, working with the Chronicle or your podcast, which you have, um, or, you know, field hockey and your honors classes and your AP classes? And, you know, how do you have time to be Rachel Brown? Do you have time to be Rachel Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> right. um, I usually am pretty good at being like, this is going to be a fun week. Mm -hmm. I used to have this thing. Actually, I still kind of have this thing. Well, I'm like, Fridays, I'm not doing a single piece of homework. <laughs> so, like, technically, even though today's a Thursday, I'm counting as my Friday. I have not picked <laughs> up a book or done anything. <laughs> it's <great>. wonderful. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. Yeah. So, usually then I'm like, this can be my fun time. Mm -hmm. Go crazy or whatever uh, what's really nice is i really like all my extracurriculars i really like my like classes and i really like field hockey so i don't feel like it's a huge chore every single time i come to school mm -hmm. like i actually get excited i'm like yeah like this is so embarrassing after spring break i was weirdly excited to come back to school what i know <laughs> it was me alone but uh. i was like you know what i'm really excited for the cafeteria food <laughs> i love that that's dedication to uh, your life i guess right. <laughs> this is so embarrassing during spring break i didn't eat breakfast because i didn't know how to make myself like i just oh we didn't gosh. have the materials in my house <laughs> <laughs> so i'd be like i guess i gotta wait till lunch and i was waking up at 10 anyway so yeah. That's it was awesome. fine <laughs> yeah okay so i guess like bring it all back like what can we can you give us a little like pointers some some previews of what's going to happen next season for harvard wesley field hockey yeah like let's you, talk about the season are you excited you guys won the championship so right. can we expect that again or <laughs> i'm i don't want to be overconfident i'm going to say probably yes there I'm, we go <laughs> <laughs> i know guys i know i'm getting, like, getting a little cocky here <laughs> um we have a lot of people on our team mm -hmm. who are very superstitious so we're, we're Oh, okay, okay. We're a little Sorry, wary I of might have just jinxed it. If you guys yeah. don't, no, um, no, no, no. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Here's the thing. Otherwise, I would have gone full head and been like, are you kidding me? <laughs> if we could have won the Olympics, we would have. <laughs> right now, we're just excited. We have a really good team. Like, so, would this be the three peat? This would be the third one, yeah. Wow. wow. I know, which is really exciting. And first of all, last year was supposed to be a building year. Like, we, we had a really young class. Mm -hmm. We had four seniors last year, and that was it. Wow. And now our junior class, or now our senior class, I guess, is huge and so good. And That's great. Yeah, a lot of them go out to, like, extra club practices, mm -hmm. so it's going to be great. So are you still playing club field hockey, or since you're so far in the recruiting process, has that ended for you? No, you still pretty much have to play club, because right. that's really the only way you could play in California. Right. Yeah. To club. So that was going to be my other question. You know, now that you're so far into this recruiting process, how has that impacted your school and club uh, field hockey? Uh, it's kind of nicer, actually. So at club, so club is where generally you go. Mm -hmm. so, so like high school is like more, you have a lot more people who are just playing for club right. fun, where club is a lot smaller of a group because these are the people who want to play field hockey in college, mm -hmm. which isn't a lot of people in California. <laughs> 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 so you really get down to your like bare bones. Right. Uh, so from there, it's 
been actually pretty nice because from there you can talk to other people who know what it's like. Mm. Like I'm very lucky because a lot of the people like I who are older than me are now in college and they come back and they be like, "How's this? How's this? How's?" I always ask about the cereal there. I don't know why. <laughs> Sounds like you're a big breakfast food person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just really need to make sure they have breakfast food because otherwise right. I'm done for. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's clubs nice because mm. generally you can like find a direct link to people who've actually been playing in college. But you know, has it, for example, almost changed your mentality going into um, into the school games? Because, for example, on the lacrosse team, our coach a lot of the time is like. I know half of you are trying to play college lacrosse, and I know half of you are trying to stop playing after high school, but we're going to treat this like our collegiate lacrosse team. So would you say that, you know, I know you're a big leader on the team, that it somehow, you know, almost impacts your perspective as a leader, you know, thinking I'm going to take my field hockey journey to the next level. I'm not done yet. You know what I mean? I think what's nice is even the players who don't want to play in college mm -hmm. are still willing to give 100% every single time they step on the field. Like, mm -hmm. they truly care for our team, even if it's just a team and they're not like, I know what I'm going to do, like, 30 years from now. It's really nice for them to be like, okay, I'm just really happy to be here. So for me, as someone who wants to play in college, the plans to play in college, it's, it's like I don't really think of every single game as, like, putting in another hour for the mm -hmm. 10,000 hour kind mm -hmm. of thing. I just think of it as, like, playing with this team that I really, really love and right. really, really want to succeed. Right. That's awesome. All right. So I think that's just just about wraps it up yeah. for us. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming up and joining us. It was and good luck this season. I mean, we're yeah, rooting seriously. for you to get that three-peat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, guys, thank you so much for listening to uh, this week's special recruiting episode. We hope to uh, have you guys back next week for some more Roundtable Rundown material. Thank you, Rachel, very much, and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Thank you.